0: This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olscher. Alrighty, welcome to another edition here of Reinvention Radio. Steve Olsher hanging out with the lovely Mary Goulet. Hello, Mary Goulet. Hello. Richie Oj, what's up, baby? Hey, what's going on? And joined in studio today by Chase Bell. What's up, man? How you doing, brother? Doing great. Thank you for having me. Good having you here, man. I appreciate yeah. you making the drive down. You're in L.A., right? Yep. Yeah, sweet. Yep. Little city north of here. Little city north yeah. of here. Yeah, exactly. All right, so uh, I got to tell you, we um, well, we cover a lot of ground here on the show. And, uh, and needless to say, having uh, somebody in who... Has the expertise that you have around music is uh, I mean it's we've had some we've had some interesting musicians join us in studio on Rewind uh, Radio over the years and uh, and and I always love when we are able to to get some folks in who who really know their stuff so I'm really inter- just really excited and interested to kind of explore your background how you got to where you are and everything that you're doing in the music biz as well and uh, if we can if we can dig it up uh, I'd love to get your take on a song that I think has potential okay for the charts. Awesome. But then again, I'm really biased because it's based off of the book that I wrote, which is called What Is Your What? So that is the name of the song. Right. And uh, I don't know. I think it has potential. But we got to see if Wade can, uh, can pull it up and find it. We'll see what's what on that. Uh, depending on when this airs, I'm not exactly sure when this airs. Probably about a week or so from now. Somewhere in there is when it airs on the, the podcast. So obviously, this is live. If you guys don't join us live, why not? Join oh, us. Yeah. We broadcast live every Thursday from 12 until 2 Pacific. And you can catch that feed at reinventionradio.com. But I will tell you this, which is we're enjoying a a lovely day here in in Southern California. And I was looking at the weather report, and I am really glad I am not back in in Chicago at this point. And I know I'm sure you're really glad you're not back in Minnesota at this point. Yes. Yeah, it's like below
1: zero as the temperature
2: Reading, I heard it's like eight nuts. degrees next week or something, too.
0: The high next week in Chicago, anyway, it's like five below on Wednesday. Oh, the high. So uh, so we're, we're going to warm <laughs> up here with, uh, with some music and keep ourselves warm and hopefully keep you guys warm <laughs> uh, as well. So maybe this will air right around that time when folks are uh, trying to dig themselves out of that deep freeze. So, like I said... Uh, Man, just I, I gotta tell you, I I am a like music is in my blood. I think like, mm. do you agree? Is is music like kind of is one of those things that's like in your soul? Yes. Like it's either in there it or the it's heart. not. Like, yeah. do you, do, is everyone? Do you think everyone is drawn in one way or another to music, or do you think like literally some people are naturally wired to just resonate you more mean, with music you than play it others?
2: or consume it? Both consume it, everyone. Who knows with the play? I want to hear Chase yeah. on that. But yeah. consume everyone. Look at the homeless guys still have a radio with them when they're cruising around. They don't yeah. have anything. They're
3: still
0: listening to tunes.
3: Yeah, right? Yeah, it's what like do you think? food. Can you imagine a few days without music? That would be terrifying. For me, it would be like, yeah, it would be terrifying. So. Yeah.
0: So you, play, so you play guitar.
3: Yes. And do you play other instruments as well? Yeah, I arrange and I produce artists all the time. So I play all the instrumentation. Hire a drummer maybe, but uh, keys and... Uh, I write for all the other instruments. I mean, I don't play violin, but I write for it and stuff like
2: that. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you got a new gig, Steve. He happens to be the drummer.
0: I am the drummer, right? So there we go. Uh, So do you... Let me ask you this, though. Do you feel like... Can anyone... uh, Like, pop music, if you look at it today, Mm -hmm. right? And I know we're going to be talking about pop music. Most of the stuff that you write is for the pop charts, correct?
3: Yeah, well, that's what I'm going for, pop. That's what
0: you're going for, yeah. So have you... Mm, let me ask you this. Do do you think that it's possible for anyone to get lucky and put a song on the chart? I mean, you hear about these one-hit wonders, right? There's an actual term for that. And it seems right. like everybody's kind of got one of those songs in them. Do you think everybody's got at least one hit song in them? I think that um, I got at least one. You, gotta, you have at least one. <laughs> <laughs> but,
3: I, you know, when it comes to, like, one-hit wonders... Maybe you haven't heard about all the music that they wrote that haven't gone anywhere, but that doesn't mean they didn't write it. Maybe they had to write to write one hit, how many songs does it take? You know? Mm-hmm. It's only three minutes. Mm-hmm. So you can write uh, you know, how many songs a day? You can write hundreds of songs a day. Right. Right. But that one song that resonates with a huge group of people, it's not easy. So one one hit is one hit wonders is like, oh, we think of that as something that's um maybe I used to think of that as something that's like, oh, they didn't really accomplish much. They only had one hit. But mm-hmm. it takes a lot to write to write a hit song. Yeah, you does. can't just like, pick up and write a song. It's going to be a hit. You can, you can write it Anybody can write a song. Yeah. But the, 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 the determination that it takes every day to wake up, be inspired, and or maybe not even be inspired, but write anyway. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I will say this, grind. that
0: it's interesting that you can you can listen to a song, and, and, I, and I've got an ear for music, so I played drums for a long time, and then I DJ, and then I had my own club and the whole nine, so I've got an ear awesome. for music, mostly in the dance music scene. And you can hear, like for me, I can hear a song, and I can tell you, Within a millisecond, if it's got a shot, like there's just there's something it's impossible to do in terms of creating it. But I can tell you, like I, it, it, one of the things right. that I say is it's it's super easy to be a critic, and it's super hard to be a creator, right? Yes. Like I can tell you in a heartbeat if that song has got a chance. Are you the same way? Like you can hear something in a few notes, you're just kind of yeah, like, oh that yeah, that's people, got huge I think potential. Most people are like that,
3: they they can hear a song, they're like, and maybe they don't understand music like the way that I do because i spent my whole life doing music but everyone can listen to it and say that's going to work or not because yeah. it resonates immediately. I mean,
0: yeah, did you so did you grow up in music? I mean, your mom was uh, your your mom was the musician of the family, and, is that right?
3: Yeah, my mom was a singer in in New York. Uh, mm-hmm. So watching her was kind of a big deal and there was always a piano in the house, there was a guitar in the house, so I had like easy access. Um and then my whole other side of the family, they're all guitar players. There were, mer- like, when we went to a family reunion, there was more guitars than people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was, like, <laughs> just, yeah. it was kind of, like, inevitable. If you were, if I, I was inspired by it. So I was, like, enamored by the guitar since I was a kid. So it was just, like, we spent a lot of time doing that. And Yeah. Uh, what what, you what got you
2: kids? to choose pop? Well, and, I, uh, and how would you define pop, too?
3: Yeah. So l- pop has a, some depending on the person, has some, good connotations and bad connotations, you know, but, like, I grew up listening to classic, you know, pop music from the 70s and the 60s and, and the 80s and stuff like that, because I was inspired by, like, the, you know, classic rock and stuff like that, like Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, you know. And um, and so that was, like, the beginning of how I got started into music, and then I really wanted my music to resonate with a lot of people, and that's what pop does. It, you know, resonates to a large group of people. And, um, you know, if you listen to great artists of today that are... Um, people like, you know, John Legend and Bruno Mars, if you just listen to the song itself, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like, those really are inspiring songs. So whether or not you like the, you know, the pop production, which is always changing, you know, the ears are always changing, you know, the younger generations always want something slightly different than it was a couple years ago, so everything's always like, right now hip-hop is influencing every style of music, so even when it's pop, it's still like hip-hop sounding a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, uh, yeah, so why I got into pop was just I was super inspired. When I listen to the radio and I, I get chills sometimes, like I yeah. just wish I wrote that song or I I got inspired by this song.
0: So, so is there? And let me ask you this, man: Is there? And I was talking to my kids yesterday. Actually, we were listening to Aerosmith. Uh, we were in a a Mediterranean restaurant, and for whatever reason, they were just playing like old, you know, old rock and roll, just really old school kind of stuff. Yeah, and I got my kids listening to all sorts of things, but Dream On came on right, which is just like. One of those songs that you you just got a blast while you're in the car driving Classic. you know eighty five down the road somewhere and And I was stunned to learn that he actually wrote that song when he was seventeen. So um, Steven Tyler, Stephen Tyler wrote dream on. Oh, hang on now. Yeah, that's going to be the one we're going to play. All right. Yes, that we'll, we will get we will definitely get Chase's opinion on that because that is the one um, Either
2: that or it was the remix of dream on or the <laughs> remix of dream <laughs> on. Exactly. That don't, was well played,
0: Wade. Um, but let me ask you this. So he wrote it when he was 17. I think they recorded, you know, when he was in his early 20s or something like that. Right. So for like 40 something years, that song has been on the air. I'm thinking it's probably played a thousand times a day. You know, if you look at. All of the stations across the the country and the different markets, etc. What kind of like what kind of money is there? Money in pop music, like like real money in pop At the music. Top, yes. So, Lots. like a song like Dream On. Like I'm trying to figure this out. So, like oh, from an yeah. ASCAP and a BMI and like all that standpoint. So, like what what would a song like Dream On make Steven Tyler over the course of I of a career? Assume not just for him because he probably doesn't. If, if he made a million on it in a couple of years, he probably will see maybe 35 So, like, every time a that. song plays on the radio, what what do – and I, and granted, it gets you divided. You mean, like, what are the royalties? What are the royalties, yeah. So, like, a song plays on – so you get a really good pop hit, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say, you know, Ed Sheeran, you know, Shape of You, you know, Bruno Mars, you know, like, Mark Ronson. That's, you know, like, right? Like, big hits. What What kind of money is actually in pop music nowadays? I mean, a lot. A lot. That's why, they, that's why they have the nice
3: cars and they have the nice jewelry and But it's like not that. the
2: same way. Like, it's not coming via a CD. It's coming, right. like, licensing because ESPN is paying you 50 grand to use that at the Super Bowl or whatever. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know the numbers. He'll know that more. But it's not coming via a CD anymore for sure. It's all licensing. Right.
0: Rights. But the radio has to pay for the, for the air, for the spends, right. right? So, I mean, every time a radio... We're talking pennies.
3: Yeah, that's not well. Much they play they, for like an artist, like Bruno Mars. They when they go on tour, they that's when they really recoup all, a lot of money in merchandise too. Merchandise and then like ticket sales and and endorsements and you know. So I do, mean, do, do, when you're at the top like that, you, they don't when they go to a studio, it's, they don't even have to worry about who's paying the producer, or who's paying for your food. Like it's just all taken care of. So right. Um,
1: well, I want to hear your experience.
3: Yeah. Yeah, hopefully one day I'll be uh, I'll be able to talk about that a little better. But um. so are you
0: under are you, are you under contract with a label right now, or how?
3: Um, I work like I I produce
0: artists all the time that are
3: under different labels and different like relationships with publishers, and I have an agent who pitches me to TV and film all the time. So I'm constantly producing music and writing music for this show, that show, and we're always trying to figure out how to get in front of those supervisors, and um, or. Editors or directors or whatever it is, and then I'm like daily the daily thing for me is I'm writing pop songs that try to inspire me mm-hmm. to that I can hear on the radio. So do you write for other people too? Yes, all the time.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what what do you when you when you try to produce a song and orchestrate all the various pieces and, and you know put it all together? What what are you what are you thinking about while you're building a song that you hope can can chart?
3: Yeah. um mainly it's about what the artist wants to create rather than like I wanna you know be on the radio. But like you know behind all that, the subconscious thing is I want my music to be impactful in in a beneficial way. So that's mm-hmm. like, you know, being on the radio is a part of that. But um when I'm in when I'm in the uh studio with an artist, basically we're trying to figure out we both want to be inspired. We want to listen to what we're what we're creating and be like, Wow, that's uh that's a big Inspiring song, whether it's sad, whether it's happy, it doesn't really matter. It just makes us emote, you know. Mm-hmm. Because when we have chills, when we're listening to something that we made, yeah, then we're like, okay, wow, we're doing this for the right for the right reasons, you know. Yeah. Um.
0: So, have you made real money in this yet, or is yeah, this, this just is sort of a love passion job. kind of thing? No, this
3: is my only job I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's been so I started in the business when I was like, um, you know, eighteen, mm-hmm. and I just well, what are
0: you twenty one now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm twenty eight now.
3: Uh huh. Yeah. So ten years ago, uh-huh. and um. And of course, it took me a while to figure out like the way to actually make any money in yeah. it. But um, so, but yeah, there's there's. I mean, like I got one placement on Lucifer last year.
0: Is that a show? That's a show.
3: Yeah, it's a show. When okay. you say now a
1: placement, Netflix. is it just one song in one episode?
3: Yes, one song in one episode. And um, if you want to go into numbers, since we're of talking about numbers, of course we do. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what does that $4, mean? Four
3: thousand dollars just for that song. So four for, grand to get that for song like thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. and then the residual checks come in every six months and it's like three hundred dollars every six months yeah so i mean these people that get you know five or six songs placed a month yeah you think about that there's there's a lot of people that i know that get 10 11 songs placed a month
2: so plus it's, it's a lot like a, month. a lot like podcasting too that that lives on right and so you're building a body of work that people are hearing over time. Right. And almost to your point earlier, you're writing a lot of songs to get to that one hit. Right. And that term is really kind of... Yeah, they wrote a bunch of stuff. That one made the pop charts, but what's-her-face, the YouTuber girl? She made all those YouTube makeup videos. Mm -hmm. Nothing, 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 nothing. And then she does the YouTube makeup for Lady Gaga at the exact right time when this, and then all those other videos got consumed 10 times more. Now she's got her own makeup Mm. line.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
2: know, because it's all sitting out there. It's still you when they look it up and – Right. They'll still know it's you.
0: Right. Yeah. So what was, growing up, inspiration. Obviously, you had your mom and, and so on. But like, what what sort of musical influences did you have when you were growing up, and how does that translate into the music you're making now? Yeah. So big influence for me was Jimi Hendrix, was mm-hmm. a guitar player. It was like I just everything he
3: did was pretty amazing. I've dreamt of like meeting him. Yeah. And uh, Prince was big. Um, for sure. Stevie Ray Vaughan, you know, big guitar players. And Al Dimiola. Yeah. <laughs> And uh songwriters, you know, like He's amazing. Bob Marley and um you know, the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Uh Coldplay has been huge ever since their contemporary, but you know Are you a Lenny fan? Lenny Kravitz? Yeah, uh-huh. I love Lenny Kravitz, yeah. yeah. That's my
0: guy. Yeah. yeah, he's my guy. I gotta let love you little even tattoo
1: tattooed Lenny on you. I
0: Well, technically, pretty much a phrase Lenny says. I know no. yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gotta, how could you not like Lenny Kravitz? I mean, I love Lenny Kravitz, right? What's yeah. not to like? So, you brought your guitar with you, yeah, always right? ready, always ready. So, what do you are you working on a song? Like, is there a song you got right now? that you've got full-on confidence that it's absolutely going to chart? Like, is there something you can give us a preview Well, I can you never up? say that. I know you can, I'd but you hope. know in your heart. Yeah. I mean, like, you're like, okay, all that was kind of crappy. This, this one's great. <laughs> How about like, the should? Right, it should chart. Yeah, I have a song that, I, that I'm very, very inspired by that all I'd right, love let's, to show you. Yeah, let's do this. So okay. um, keep the headphones on. All right. And go ahead and get yourself set up with the headphones on. That way I can hear them next. Because I, I want you to hear this song, okay. and I want you to tell me, like, does this thing have a chance? Oh, so you're talking about
1: yourself.
0: I am. I'm completely. What is Reinvention Radio? I'm completely bringing you back to. It's your show. But I want to
1: hear his song then later. Absolutely
0: right. Yeah, yeah. So here's what we're going to do. So uh, Wade's going to play the song. You're gonna get yourself set up with your guitar, cool. uh, And we want to hear some stuff from you, so keep the headphones on so you can hear this. Okay. And then I'd love to get your take on it or what it doesn't have. You produced and wrote this song. Uh, I was intimately involved with it, but I'm not a producer myself. I hired a producer to do it. So, Wade, hit it, and uh, let's get you set up. So go ahead and keep the headphones on. Uh, Go ahead, Wade, and we'll get you set up with your guitar, and we'll all just bask in the glow of this glory. All right, so we don't need to go through the whole thing, but you get a it, yeah. you get a little bit of a sense of what the what the song is. I mean, I he already I wanted I'm to start biased.
2: adding to it. I know you were like, <laughs> I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna lay in this guitar <laughs> yeah. riff on top of that. So what's your what's knee jerk as a, somebody who's been in the industry for a long time? What, uh, what what's kind of your knee jerk to to oh, the tune? Sounds cool. It's a really cool sound. Who's the singer? uh it's a girl out of memphis actually okay. uh and really she's a session singer type session thing? singer kind of okay. thing yeah she's got and w- i've got other versions of that song okay. this is like my th- we got to get uh, mary a mic you're not plugged you're not even plugged I'm in even plugged well he's in. just yeah, well, we got, wait we got, oh could you got that yeah. over there so hold gonna, on so he here's what we're gonna do we can share so we're mary gonna do like uh you know how like those singers do that like they get the one mic yeah and then get they both sing on the same mic here mary go go
1: i like the other version even better yeah i do
0: so we get
3: we'll get we'll get Mary and Mike back here. Yeah, in a second. Funny. But, you know, yeah, I've I've recorded like seven or eight versions of songs. Yeah. and thrown them and knowing the song is an amazing song, but the 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 song the the production is like a packaging, right? You know you know how packaging sells things. Sure, I mean it's like BMW. It doesn't really matter what's in the car, but you're buying the BMW. So packaging of the song is the production. So I I always kind of like see through that. Like yeah, the bass in that song, like the bass sounds really cool and funky and groovy yeah. and like and maybe it's a little bit. For for a pop song, it's slightly slow or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I try to see through that too. So the verse is like the first verse. I was like, wow, it's actually really, really
0: yeah, really so well written. You know? It's got like an inspirational kind of vibe. Because what is yeah. your what? Tell about discovering that one amazing thing you were born to do and right and so on. But um, I need to listen
3: to again because I didn't catch the the chorus. What she was actually, like, which was wasn't actually clear saying. what she was saying because I listened to it once. So yeah, all right, well, sweet what, what man. What was that? What was the what was she? So saying? Uh,
0: what is your what? Only, oh, right. a, st- right, only a step that, yeah. away from changing reality. Um, i yeah. got the yes dance way.
4: version queued up if you want to hear that real quick. Uh,
0: potentially, but let's, let's let's let Chase do his thing because uh, right. I really want to hear from you, man. And let's uh, mm-hmm. let's hear it. All so, right, what's yeah. what this so, one called? What's this one inspired by? Um, and what are you hoping to do with it? So, I'm going to show off something that I wrote like very recently. Not something
3: cool. that you can hear on the on the Spotify or stuff like that. Yeah, sweet. All right, um, it's a song called. Um,
0: the best of me The best of me yes. Alright, sweet
5: I'll give you the best of me You deserve nothing less We all have a good side We all have a bad side I'll give you my best I'll give you the best of me You deserve nothing less We all have a good side We all have a bad side I'll give you my best I know what I want To be where you are Cause my world is cold And with you I feel warm I know what I would give Anything at all My world is lost With you I feel at home I'll give you the best of me You deserve nothing less We all have a good side We all have a bad side I'll put them to rest I'll give you the best of me You deserve nothing less we all have a good side, we all have a bad side I'll give you my best Don't ask me how I know The heart can only feel
3: Oh, and I wrote this song like yesterday so I don't remember the <laughs> verse that much But yeah, um, but yeah the, the chorus is what, like I woke up with this chorus blaring the best in of my me. head
5: I'll give you the best of me you deserve nothing less. Mm-hmm. We all have a good side. We all have a bad side. I'll give you my best.
0: So do you, In I mean, it's beautiful, dude. Thanks Thank for, you. Yeah, yeah, we applaud you on that for sure. Let's uh, give Mary back her, her mic too. Just, yeah, send that back over that way. So let me ask you a question. So when you're, when you're thinking about some of these songs, do you, uh, are, do you have a particular artist in mind? Like, like I'm thinking Shawn Mendes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Sean Mendez might be all over that. Like, that could be a, a perfect song for, yeah. for him, potentially, right? Is that... Do you write these songs with people in mind, and then would you actually have access to or would you be able to get to those people?
3: I have done that before. Um, I've written... You know, someone said, I have the connection to this person, and if you wrote a song that's perfect for them, I could get it under their radar. Mm-hmm. I've done that before. And that has brought about, like songs that are really really good in my opinion because the, the the whole point of it for me is I think deep down that the song if it's good enough will find the right mm-hmm. avenue. I think that you can't let if if I wrote Hallelujah rather than Leonard Cohen if I had written that song. Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of time before that song would, would get out to the masses. Yeah. That's the way I think I have a relationship yeah.
0: with Well, him.
1: you've got the voice. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you. I mean, gee, really you, you can sing anything you like to me. <laughs> yeah, it's Mary's it's
0: Mary's birthday, by the way. Can we do a happy birthday <laughs> rendition? Sure, and and, uh, yeah, right? Let's yeah. do a four part <laughs> harmony. <laughs> All right, sweet. Ready? Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not even her birthday. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it no, is Way's birthday though. So what I
1: think if not. If you're staying true to your soul, Because the writing is not coming – it's not a mental process. It's an inspired, muse-filled, soulful process. At least that's what I believe any artist, if they tap into that. Right. The magical fairy dust will carry it to where it needs to be.
0: Some people call that cocaine.
1: (laughs) I I really believe
0: it. I'm
3: I'm, I'm with you on that. But I do have – I've made it so that I work with – I mean – the other part of my, the analytical part of my brain is constantly thinking, like, who do I need to get in touch with? Who do I need? Like, I have an agent. Is he working well? I have this, I have that. But, in the, you know, so I always am asking myself that question. But when I'm writing the song, I'm not worried about, like, mm-hmm. who's going to pick it up. I'm just trying to write the best song that I possibly can. Because, mm-hmm. you know, so I well, so,
2: hope, I'm sure you hope you're the one who becomes the hit. Yeah. yeah do you want to be know. the artist? Absolutely, or yeah, you, no,
3: I'm definitely an you artist. You do want to be I'm, the artist. Yeah. I, every, I got performed last night, um, performing all the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think I have the, what it takes to be that. And I'm going to be an artist the rest of my life. Whether or not something breaks, mm-hmm. I am an artist. See, a lot of artists come to my studio, and they ask me, like, do you think I have what it takes? And I say to them, like, if you have to ask that question, maybe right. not.
0: You need to know it.
3: Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean, what you need like- to know it. Whether or not something breaks you, you got to be like... Beyonce hey, ain't asking violent. anybody
0: if I have what it takes. Exactly. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just walks in a room, commands that room, and, you know, Yeah, And if, and if, and well if you have to be
3: Beyonce in order to tell yourself that I'm in the right place, then that's going to be tough because that's the pinnacle of society right there. You know yeah. There's a lot of artists that have, you know, maybe making $100,000 a year, happy to be amazing artists that you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying that's, that's what I'm going
0: for, but... Yeah. W- I mean, it, it's... You're it, young it enough. You're yeah. young
1: enough to keep going. And what about... I know this is silly, the voice,
0: like the competition or, yes.
3: shows. Well, it it's not really for me because I'm I'm an artist, a songwriter. So like, um, right singing someone else's song doesn't really make sense.
0: But you could bring in your own original. You can do, do an original. You can't. No. on
3: American Idol and The Voice you can't do that. You have to do
0: covers yes. of other songs yes. always every time. Always. Okay, interesting. But, I but hear... I've gone through
3: the I've gone to the auditions and I've gone past
0: the first person and the second person
3: and then they say you, you have to what's the f- song you're playing it can't be your song. It used to be well, a famous song.
2: But there's been a few I can't remember their names but I want to say 3 or 4 of them were really more singer-songwriters that just use that as the vehicle mm. to to get mm-hmm. the audience to, and it's almost, from what I hear, again, I don't know for sure. It's almost better to not win, so you you got the audience, but there's someone who was rooting for you. Oh, and, and you don't get you, the contract. You don't get you the get contract, get, and yeah. So you get the rest of it, but yeah, it's more. Well, of,
3: I'm very, honestly, I'm very cynical about the whole like American Idol and Voice thing because they have a, you know, they have a very limited amount of people they need to decide to get. So if they have the white boy type guy already. They don't care how good you are. They, it's already the quotas. We've got on. the uh,
0: long-haired white guy with blue eyes. <laughs> Check. Yeah. Check. Sorry. To yes. Sorry, you're out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure it's very formulaic. <laughs> yeah. But I think you stand out.
0: Thank you. I mean, you. I,
1: I got chills when you first started singing. It's great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So let so let me ask you this then. As I mean, as you look at the pop industry now as a whole, are, are you liking what's being produced? Are you feeling like you know this is not a good period of time for, for music creation? What what what's your general take just on pop music in yeah, general in the I, moment? I love the stuff that I not everything
3: on the radio, yeah. but I do love some songs that are just blow me away. I mean, that song Happy which was what three years ago, four years ago. Talking about Pharrell. Pharrell. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, if that was written in the '70s, that would have been the hit because that song is doesn't matter. It was written now. a hit. Yeah. Smashing. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I think that the muse is always out there, and yes, there are corrupt parts of the industry, but you got to focus on like you know the good. Why I'm in it? Because if mm-hmm. you start, I know a lot of people that get cynical about it, and if you start to become too cynical, then like what? Why are you in? Why are you in the business? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, I could go down that road and talk about all the things I don't like, but I'd rather focus on like the part of this that I really love, which is I want to dedicate my whole life to the music industry, you know.
1: That's yeah. awesome. What does your agent say? You know, like how does he encourage you?
3: Yeah. He's like he would listen to the song like I would do what you did, you know, now we all we would listen to the song together and then he all his angle is how do I make this get on TV so that mm-hmm. you can get a paycheck and no, I get a paycheck. Is he so, a
1: literary agent then?
3: Like, no, he like pitches my song to the TV shows because okay. they need songs in their shows. So if you watch, all, there's all these different shows that have. Nec- watch TV next time. Just don't even. Just think about it from a musical point of view. There's all, right. there's all these shows, Netflix and Hulu, that have no composer, but just song after song after song after song. Mm-hmm. And, all, and that's great because those are indie artists usually because they don't want to play Coldplay because Coldplay would be $20,000 a song and yep. it would be a big statement to mm-hmm. play a Coldplay song. Really, they're just looking for a song that's the right song for the moment rather than a song where, you know, it's like this big colossal band. They're just looking for the right song, which is why indie artists break now through that avenue. Mm-hmm. And having one of my songs on Lucifer was like, you know, was really So good. how did
0: you shop it to Lucifer? I mean, how did, like, how did you, how did, how did that happen? And how can someone else who... Yeah, well, that was
3: inspiring, I think, because I'm inspired by the story myself. I have to remind myself of that story because Lucifer, I had sent... A random email that I found. I had. Oh, first of all, I produced a song like you've done with that song. I produced a song that it was perfect. Like, oh, I mixed it. I I spent money on mastering. I hired the musicians. Like it sounded great. I sent it to some random email that I that I had of the show because mm. I had no way to get in touch with these people. Yeah. You know, I had no door there. Um. They didn't get back to me. I sent another one, different song, full fully produced it. They didn't even respond to my email for like a whole year. And I had sent maybe like if you go back into the email list, like I spent maybe you know. 7 or 8 songs. And then I sent them more just can just can, without even getting any reciprocation. You're doing okay. Please keep sending your or, or that doesn't sound good on a like no it. change responds, your direction. Nothing. nothing. Yeah. Which Crickets. is really
0: hard to get, you know, nothing. Yeah. And you weren't concerned at all about like sharing cuz I would think that you know, it's a very competitive industry, right? So if you you're like, "Hey, here's some of my best stuff." And you don't get a response from somebody, I'd be afraid. Like three months later, you're gonna hear it on the air from, you know, a bigger name person who just somehow landed and you know hears that song. And then, you know, are you ever concerned about? I would love that. You would love that. Love that. Yes. Because then you would. Because what? Or at least it would validate proof it was good because I wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you think you have got plenty of songs in you, like you you know. Well, I mean, they can
3: they can grab a song and steal that song from me. But the real thing is that. Who is the guy that wrote that song? He's going to write a lot more, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so do you think you know this is kind of a good attitude? By
1: the yeah, way. I like that. You know,
3: it's yeah. much different. But a lot of a lot happen. of <laughs> <laughs> artists ask me that. They say I don't want to send my music out because I'm scared that someone's going to steal it. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's always possible. Yeah. But
2: one uh, I don't know. one of the Instagram people, or they <coughs> did a musically or something. I can't remember. Someone recently did a rap person's like a cover. And the the rap guy was pissed, and this agent would basically was like, dude, she just created a resurgence in your freaking song. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you tripping yeah. on? Yeah. So Absolutely. it's all in perception and Absolutely. how you want to look at it.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, Hallelujah is a great example. It was, like, the most covered. If you listen to the original song by yeah. Leonard Cohen, like, you know, the production is okay, his voice is nice, but what made that song famous was – I'm blanking on his name, but um, – the, the guy Hawaiian guy? Oh, the guy. No. The guy in New York that, that Jeff Buckley? Um, Jeff Buckley, thank you.
0: Yeah. yeah Wade wow, was, Wade. So. impressive. <laughs> I would never have come up with that. Yeah. yeah. But he made that
3: song mainstream. So when people think hallelujah, and like, you know, I go to Italy a lot. So
0: people would, they're like,
3: oh, do you listen to Jeff Buckley? He wrote hallelujah. I'm like, <laughs> no, honey, he did not write hallelujah.
0: <laughs> but if uh, but that means did. we will date, I am Jeff Buckley. So, uh, <laughs> so there we go. That, but, that yeah.
2: leads to a good question. What does it cost? And what's the process if you want to use someone else's song and go about it the right way? Like, say you think you could do someone else's song. You're yeah, talking about like a
0: full-blown cover or are you talking yeah. about like a sample?
2: A full-blown cover, not like...
0: Yeah, like taking yeah. Hallelujah or whatever yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Um, I'm
3: going through that process right now with Sam Smith. We're, asking, we're trying to figure out how to use his song Good at Goodbyes, mm-hmm. which is a
0: really incredible Great song. song. Yeah. Um, if you haven't heard it, you should check it oh, out, yeah. because the songwriting... And he needs to go through another heartbreak. Stuff. His music has gone through the shitter at this point. <laughs> I mean, like, that was a good one, but then he found love or broken... Right. Like, he needs to get his heart broken again. That's
3: <laughs> Well, hey, when you're on top, it's hard to stay up there, you know?
0: Right? But So um, you're going through that with the Sam Smith song right now? Yeah,
3: we're trying to figure out, like, how to... We've produced this song, and it sounds... We've produced a version of the song with a hip-hop artist, and we're trying to figure out, like, how much, how much money that's going to cost. Not me, but the producer... Executive producer. So you you up tempoed it? Um, or yeah, you... we made it like hip hop, like like gritty hip hop, like old school Drake type
0: mm-hmm. hip hop. You can't put old school and Drake in the <laughs> same I know, sentence. That was <laughs> funny. At this point, a 28 year old <laughs> can. <laughs> 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 <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't put Drake. Right.
3: That's like, like that.
2: my, my daughter. She's <laughs> watching Shrek too, and she, you know, all of a sudden she's done with the movie, and she comes into my office, and she's like. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, oh, you listening to some Zeppelin? She's like, that was Shrek. That was Shrek.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if that they was own. Shrek. yeah, right. I mean, I mean, but to that end, obviously, a lot of really big hits. I mean, I mean, you just saw that with um, with the Marvin Gaye estate uh, on that massive tune. Um, it wasn't Pharrell that did it; it was the other guy. Um, oh, who's the other huge? Robin you got Thicke. Got Thank you. Yeah, Robin Thicke. But who is he? But who was the other guy? Robin Thicke and who else? Well, uh, Pharrell was a producer on that. Pharrell was track. a producer. Yeah. Was it a yeah, Pharrell yeah. thing? Yeah. It was a Pharrell thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I know it was Robin Thicke, but I forget about. it. Anyway, they obviously, you know, took. Uh, what is it getting? Got to got to get it on, right? Get it on. I think was the uh, was the tune. Let's get it on that one. No, it no, it one. wasn't. Let's get it on. It was. Um, got to give it up. That's right, what it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Got I to listened give it up. to
3: both. I was trying to figure out. Oh,
0: dude, it's spot on. Like, yeah. there's no question at all. It is. It is the song. It's like right. Vanilla Ice and Queen. You know, it's like. Doom 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 do so do doom 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 doom. Do you hear that? Yeah. It's, that's the difference right there. That is completely a different song because we added doom 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 do do doom 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 doom. Like that right there. That that. It's completely different. So like the you know you do that very well. Thank you very much. Um, but it's the same thing where you know Pharrell and and Robin Thicke and. All but what's they, your question? There? So the question is like, isn't it just possible to? Use a sample of a song with permission and not have to pay. Yeah. Or do you always have to pay whenever you sample a well, song? Well, they paid. And then I how think you... they paid millions of dollars. Well, now they the did.
3: State. Yeah, but they're fine with paying that. Yeah. And they didn't. But ask... they had to get sued to get paid. Right. Well, of course, you can't sue them until they make money. So once they make
0: millions of dollars, yeah, then you can sue them. So it's so a forgiveness. Just waiting there to like,
3: oh, that's a good one. We'll forgiveness or permission.
0: Big. Like, what if you want to? Like, wouldn't you be better off just asking for forgiveness at this point? Like, take a great tune that may have borrowed a little bit and just put it on and get it out. You're crushing his integrity. I, I don't know. No, well, I it's mean, like, what, about,
2: what about let's mix all these things together? You, you go on your Twitter or whatever because you can make it go in front of them. And you play the song and you tag Sam Smith in the song. And you're like, hey, I love your song. This is my my interpretation of it. What do you think? I'd love to you know whatever the verbiage would be I'd make not make it legal cuz then you're drawing attention mm-hmm. to it but like now like people hear it people are looking up Smith, Sam Smith you know and you could there's ways you win could win. almost leverage it and yeah. and he's probably like whoa
3: that's Yeah well there's good. a lot of people that do ghostwriting and I've tried to get into that and I do ghostwrite for artists all the time where you know they pay me to produce their song and they want to own 100% of the song mm-hmm. and usually I I don't want to do that but if it's an artist it's bigger yeah. Then they have the clout to ask me to do that, and I'm like, okay, that's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Or someone will come with a, an artist will come to the to the studio with a song that's like this close, and I know I can help them bring it to the next level. Yeah. And so my question is to myself, like, should I help them bring their song to the next level, or should I talk about songwriting rights to them first? Which mm-hmm. kind of ruins some people's attitude if they haven't made any money in the industry, they don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Right? So so
0: um so like what does somebody like me do with that so with that song that you're and you know i you didn't really give me an opinion one way or the other which is very you know switzerland like of you yeah, it's good. um it's good but wh- you can't say yeah it's good and shake your head at the same time <laughs> did you, you see that no, you I, that's I, like what my wife does when she, exactly she, she wants said. me to do something she He's, goes like this like she nods i up heard and down exactly she what wants he me said so i'll say it for him i'll, yes.
2: pay, <laughs> I'll be devil's advocate yes, sticking please. with the lucifer theme um it he said he loved the bass hook. he thinks it's a good song. It's probably too slow for pop. That's my reading between the
3: lines. Uh-huh, yeah, but, but my, I think that the a better way to say, like a, in a beneficial way, uh-huh. like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to write pop hits? Are you trying to make some money? on the way to writing pop hits or...
0: Yeah, I mean, music is just kind of a side. I've always loved music as a, as a DJ and as yeah. a drummer and so on. And he, it's He'd just... love
2: to remarket to those people his what is your what book.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> so we want to pixel all the people who watch the video and then write, no. Um, I would just say stick with a the theme and
3: keep doing that and keep writing and producing songs. And then, of course, like, the okay, once you get the song done, now how do you pitch it? That's the question yeah. I always have for myself.
0: Yeah, Wade. What do you got queued up over there? You're like, you want to? Is that a different one? Oh, let's hear. You got the different <laughs> version of the song. Now?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, this is another yeah. one. I love this. This one. is the one, Mary and I like.
1: Yeah, it's the same.
0: I believe that you were born to do something amazing. I, I believe you have the intro. an incredible just, gift to share, like and that there are promo, people waiting here. for you right now. Yeah, so you can pull that weight, but like I said, I've got you know okay. different versions yeah, of the song, have. right? And mm-hmm. so, so what? So what? What does an aspiring somebody do with a song if they've put the time into it and they have it? Like, what? What happens next?
3: Yeah, um, good question. I'd do you tag Ariana sucks,
0: Grande and be like, Ariana, this is your song. Sure, I wrote yeah. this for you. You run with it. And I'd say that some people have had
3: success with that. Yeah, but I haven't. Any have, have you, so you built
2: relationships with other artists that could speak highly of you? You know oh, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Because that, I mean, that seems like relationships. Really types.
3: The- yeah, not you know, types yet. The artists that I work with are in the industry and making money in the industry, but not like Ariana's, You know, where they mm-hmm. can take a song and break it. Yeah. But if Ariana does approach you and say, I want to use your song, she's probably going to say, I want to own 85% oh. of the, the songwriting rights to the song. And mm-hmm. what are you going to say? No?
0: And that's where the money is in the yeah. songwriting itself? You'd say yes, I hope, for, um, for the good of us all. I'll take 13%. No deal, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. I just negotiated against myself, right? So um, so songwriting is where the money is in all the, this? If, if,
3: if, a song makes, if a song makes money, then the yeah. songwriter is going to make sure they – the songwriter and the publisher is kind of like the same pie. And so publishers take half and songwriters get half. And whether your own, you're your own publisher like I am, unless i work with a publishing company then they do like a deal with me where they mm-hmm. have they actually i own the publishing but they they retain the funds which is kind of strange but that's how some of them work um, how do
0: you get on the radio nowadays like what like is do you just is that is it payola it's a like lot of literally payola. it really yeah. is that still a thing yeah absolutely it is still a thing absolutely like are we talking even I mean, to break into it like drake probably isn't dropping Money to any of these, you know, program directors at this point, right? Like his team is, like they're they're obviously way past that. But well, to what get I mean in by that door? is, that it makes
3: money to have the structure, which is going to allow something to, you know, be given to the radios, and then also the whole thing is like, you know, you know, it's a yes. The song
0: isn't. Is it a game? It's still. Is it still a game to get air time? Like for the average Joe, is that not yes. going to happen without? Six or what seven a, figures behind you? Is that... Um,
3: I think that there are songs that, like, break out of nowhere. And it's like, wow, this song is like, you know... But usually it's because somebody's propped up by the industry in some capacity, What about
1: right? the, college, um, the college radio
3: stations? stations.
4: Yeah. Like, Nobody yeah. listens to them. The students.
0: Well, that's true. That's why it's a college radio station. Duh. Yeah. Wade, what are you saying over there? <laughs> well, you got, uh,
4: I, I'm just kind of wondering, you know, with radio... Radio's there, we can't deny its presence right now, but as I point out, when there are options in cars and nobody's buying it from the home in 10 years, who's using, who are you broadcasting to, right? Where's the device? So, you know, and we live in the world of the internet and everything, so I'm curious if we separate it for a moment. Here's established hits that I used to listen to the Top 40 station on, and maybe I'm going to Pandora, Spotify, whatever, I'm picking that up. But now let's talk about new music, you know, that, that the indie station used to play. Are there any online platforms that you're seeing are a great community for that new artist to find people that are specifically looking for new music?
3: Yeah, a great example of someone that um, is actually my cousin, her name is Billie Eilish. No way. Yeah. You know her? I
4: was, really?
1: I sent my <laughs> daughter to her concert. Yeah.
3: She's she wrote her cute. first
1: song like at 14. Yeah. Well, what did you just she's like go? 17
3: now, I think. Yes. Yeah. She's she aged out.
1: <laughs> right. right.
3: And she had no like label or anything yeah. backing her. She just she was a she just had a song on SoundCloud that got blew up overnight with the generation of people that she just struck with. Why don't then, you do
1: a duet with her? We'll let him finish what he was saying. Okay, I'm second. sorry. I'm
3: sorry. So, um, How exciting is that? So, Stop managing yeah. his
1: career. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, she's extremely talented. The whole family's in been in the entertainment business for, you know, like my family as well, you know, um, and um, so that, that helped her in the mindset of understanding the how the pieces work, but she didn't have, like, a record label, but now she's on the radio. You know, now she's on the uh, 106.7 in, in L.A.,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and she's packing stadiums. She doesn't really
0: care if she's on the radio, to be mm-hmm. honest, but... And that's where the money is, though, on the tour, like, the radio stuff is just kind of the marketing piece, and it just helps you build... Well, when Community you're on bill. the
3: radio, then you have notoriety and you make money from the other things that come. I don't know how much they pay for, for you know every stream that happens. But like yeah. if you're on the radio and people are going to find you, and then they'll find you on Spotify, which you're going to get a sense, whatever, how much money. It's ridiculous how much yeah. they pay. But it, it leads to other parts of the career where you can then make money. But really well, it's, touring and merch. Yeah, it's really, like yeah.
1: podcasting. You make money from doing events because you're popular in podcasting. You've got a name. And, you know It's, yeah.
3: it's kind of like that. Yeah. And I love the conversation wow. about I don't understand money is so important. Like Money is like you can't get by without money. Are but we a little fixated? I think we're a little No, fixated. no, but I just wanted to make sure that like – you know, I'm fixated anyway. Yeah, no, I am too. A lot of days I'm like Monday through Friday. I'm like thinking about how to make money in my industry. Yeah. But but if it, doesn't, if it starts from there, then you're just going to find money where you find money. And then you're not going to focus on what you want to – do, right, mm-hmm. So a lot of songwriters, they, they, they have the, you know, if they come at it from that angle, like I want to just make money, then I'm, already I'm like, you know, m- you can make money playing, doing Uber. So I might as well just make money now. That's right. you know? so actually your a pretty good idea. The, I was going to say, play. that's a great idea.
2: <laughs> play your songs to the people in the car. Like, no, do you have
0: another station? station? Help yeah. this just <laughs> Chase Bell all the time. Chase Bell Radio. Yeah, who I used is to- Chase Bell? Don't worry about it. Just look him up. <laughs> He's, He's a great
3: dude. I used to work at uh, Beverly Hills Hotel. Parking cars, nice, and yeah, sneak your CD pour, in. I would sneak hey, my CD right? in, and I would always put it there, and the dashboard or whatever. And they told me like, "You're gonna get fired if you keep doing that." And I was like, "That's fine, I'll get fired." Right? <laughs> my CD how far is down worth can it. I like?
0: Right, exactly. Drop so so in I'm in sure if
2: a if a artist is listening right now, you've already potentially inspired them because a lot of people don't even realize you could write songs for. You know, television or whatever. When like when I was growing up, I thought it was either you went on tour in a van and hated your life for the next three years until you made something or didn't, or you were a studio musician. But mm-hmm. there seems to be so many other avenues. Like, what are a few other ones that people could be thinking about to stay in that place of I just want to keep doing it and I want I people just to love enjoy the music. it? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, I mean, you so was... Putting it on your own little YouTube channel, right? right. Of right. just
0: you. I mean, do right. you sell music off of your site? like um, my
3: website. Yeah. yeah, yeah, chasebell.com you can buy things there but you there's a link to iTunes and Spotify I'd rather people buy through not through one of the other me, platforms but buy through Spotify and iTunes. Yeah. Um so not Spotify but iTunes and CD Baby. Um CD Baby. Okay. But yeah, there's a lot of ways that you can I think it's really good for me as a songwriter to understand that it, it's not just about me wanting to write the song, it's about the song needing to be consumed and mm-hmm. and it actually is is it needs to be that's how you can in, in influence people in a, in a good way, mm-hmm. you know, if your song is, I've written all these songs about the devil, right? So a lot of people come to me, like, Instagram me, and they're like, hey, I love your song, but, like, you know, I, don't, up, I don't want to endorse <laughs> the devil. And I'm like, well, I had, I've had this conversation because I don't believe the devil is, you know, is really there. So for me, it's just, like, kind of a joke. But So yeah. I, I reassess, like, okay, yes, I've got my music on TV shows, and that's great. But now I reassess myself and, like, what do I actually want to say to the world? Because I I get inspired by things like Hallelujah, you know, like not songs about the devil. But Mm -hmm. six
0: months ago, I would have had a completely different conversation. Trump actually might need a song for 2020, so you might be right there, dude. That that might be the big break for you. You would have to pay me a lot for me to write a song (laughs) for him. A lot.
1: So have you ever – I used to be in a songwriting club when I lived in L.A. And there was this event, an annual event, for singer-songwriters – and Diane Warren, I don't mm-hmm. know if you know her. Yeah, of course. She's legendary. Yeah. She wrote for Chicago, Boston, and she would. She wasn't a performer. The first one that they had, she was there, and I think the rest. Um, she would get up there and start playing Chicago songs. You're like, oh my god, you wrote that song. Mm. And then the second year, Chicago came to the event. To yeah. applaud her for her awesome songwriting.
0: Yeah.
1: She's yeah. she's like the deal.
0: Oh, yeah. So let me, let me ask you this. the Well, the theme of the show, obviously, is reinvention. And we're talking about reinventing pop music. Um, I dragged Mary and Dave out last night with my wife, Lena. Was it last night? Two no, Tuesday ago. night. Um, Kicking and screaming. Kicking and screaming, right? Uh, and Richie was invited, but couldn't make it. But that's a whole other story. We'll do that another time. Um, <laughs> But we saw uh, Trombone Shorty. Do you know Trombone Shorty? No, I don't sleep on them. You got a wakey yeah, wakey. Okay. Um, so they've got a. Uh, I mean, it, it's obviously born out of the New Orleans jazz scene, right? So obviously the lead guy plays trombone. He also plays trumpet. You got a couple of uh, singers. You've got uh, bass sax. You've got, of course, you know, bass guitar regular guitar two drummers it's like a 10 piece wow, just and yeah. and showmanship un, too. and showmanship and unbelievable talent and some sing-along stuff you know as well so it's not just instrumental there's you know there's actual lyrics to it but i couldn't help but sit there and think as i was listening to these guys live and they were phenomenal live that there is probably a, a, a bit of a, of a reinvention in terms of just how pop music is defined and created and so on. And what technically is pop music and where the future of pop is. Cause they have a very unique sound. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like genre bashing. Like you can't even throw them really into a particular bucket just because of the very unique sound and, yeah. and what they do. So is that are you seeing that in terms of the future of pop more of a of a mashup and blending of genres and, and so on what 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 are you seeing there
3: yeah, I think that um i I love the idea that like real performers that play real instruments are going to come back with a bigger thing, and I think we're already seeing that with Shawn Mendes and stuff like you know mm-hmm. the idea that a guitar is like right up front rather than something that you you know the background it's yeah, like behind a curtain you don't even see you just right, hear... a cur- curtain of computerized digital material you know which is like soulless at, at a lot of levels in my opinion but that's what people if you go I went to a sh- I was playing last night and I just played acoustic just me usually I play with a trio and <clears throat> do a whole show but um the for me there was these um performers with a computer and like every artist had a computer every singer had a computer
0: hmm.
3: <clears throat> and that's great but yeah um but that's the thing about a computer, you can do anything. I mean, everything's available to you, right? So I have, I have a studio and I have a computer that's, like, the main operating system. But, like, you know, the thing, the thing that's bad about a computer is that you can any instrument at any time, anywhere, any any song. So whether we're writing – if we're try, if we're trying to stay in a genre, we want to stay. We want to write a song that's, like, an indie folk song – you know, I'm not going to open up like a digital drum machine. You're not open. dropping the 808 on that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, it's there. It's available. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. and if I did, maybe that would make it a little bit like, wow, I never heard like an indie artist with that kind of deep, dark hip hop sound, you know? Yeah. So and so I think people want you know, like the you got to make sure like that because everything if you listen to like, you know, the Beatles, like you can't outdo them in mm-hmm. the sound that they did you know mm-hmm. that's that's the thing and and a lot of artists they come to me and they're like I love I'm super inspired by this artist whether it's Drake or Selena Gomez or whoever's hot right now
0: yeah
3: I want to sound just like Ariana Grande and I'm like look that's not gonna happen because yeah. you can't play at Ariana Grande like she can right, right. so you so you can't so that's why everyone ever beat once, Ariana Grande so real Ariana artists Grande. right yeah and you can't so you know, you gotta be you and you gotta as an artist, you gotta find your own little mesh there. So yeah, Pop is constantly like trying to find a new way to emerge because mm-hmm. yeah. So
2: podcasters do that too.
0: As yes, far they as do.
2: you know, like, oh, I'm gonna try to be John Lee Dumas, or I'm gonna you know what I mean? They're just copying like, ooh, that podcaster's a hit. I'm gonna go try to be them and then mm-hmm. it doesn't right. doesn't work. Because right. it's and not then, them being them.
3: Yeah, but then back to the same conversation about Pharrell, like
0: repackaging something that was hot twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how Diddy made his career. I mean, that's all he did. You know, yeah. Everything that he did for the first however long was just simply, you know, let me take a, a really hot hook off of this 1970s soul tune, and you know, I'm going I'm to build a song around that and, or pop tune or whatever it was. Yeah. But then, of course, it, you know, creatively, I wonder if you kind of feel like you're selling your soul at that point just because you know that the hook was so good then, it's going to be that good now. And I'm just going to kind of revamp it and tweak it. And it's really their song, but I put my own spin on it, right? So can you go to bed at night, wake up in the morning, look at yourself and go, Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think that's just a, yeah. a decision some folks have to make. All right, look, we've got a, just a couple minutes left here. I want to make sure that we give people an opportunity to, uh, of course, connect with you. Yeah. So uh, chasebell.com yes. is the best place for that. Yeah, at to- Chase
3: at Chase Bell Music. That's uh, that's Instagram. That's Twitter. Um, that's Facebook, and I'm on Spotify. Chase Bell Music, and you can check me out on my website, chasebell.com.
0: Sweet. So yeah. let's uh, let, let's have you take us out. So we've got uh, about a minute and a half left. Got a you got a ninety second riff of something you want to yeah, play sure. and I sing? Sent you,
3: I sent you guys a song. Do you want to sh- do you want to show that off? You do want we to want to something? show that
0: off? Wait, do we even have it queued up? Can you? He doesn't have it right now. He, we oh, okay. we did not prepare him accordingly. That is uh, that is our mistake. No so uh, we totally mine. I <laughs> take full right, responsibility. Well, do it, do quick. Let's I'll, do it live. Live yeah. is even better. All right, sweet. Yeah. So let's get you some music and then uh, we'll end up fading this thing out. So Chase Bell, really appreciate you joining us here on Reinvention Radio. Take us out, brother.
3: Yeah, the song is called uh, The Devil Made Me Do It and I released it in December.
5: The devil made me do it The devil made me do it The devil made me fall in love Fall in love All oh, hell broke loose I sold my soul for you the devil made me do it Made me fall in love Oh yeah Keep going, we got
0: three more
5: seconds right. back. Go, go. The devil <laughs> made me do it Yeah, the devil made me do it oh, the devil made me fall in love
3: Fall in love. Yeah, so that one I released in nice. December. Uh, you can check that out on my Spotify. It's completely different than acoustic. Right? But,
0: yeah. yeah, sweet. Chase Bell, we will let you Thank rock you and roll there. Me. And net out, oh, man. Oh, man. Which we had all day with you, brother. Yeah. Good luck. Keep it rocking. Keep it rolling. Good luck on the pop charts. And we will talk to you guys later here on Reinvention Radio. Take care, everybody.
4: Attention coaches, authors, speakers, and business owners. Please pay close attention to what I'm about to say if you want to secure massive visibility fast and generate thousands of highly qualified leads without spending a dime on advertising or marketing. The easiest way to make this happen is to appear as a guest on the world's most popular podcast. We recently came across an awesome resource that provides detailed contact information for 240 new media influencers who are looking for guests just like you. It's called the Ultimate Directory, and for a limited time, you can get the preview edition of the directory absolutely free. That's right, for free. It's time for you to get the visibility you and your business deserve and connect with the world's leading icons of influence who can make you famous with the push of a button. Get your free preview edition of the Ultimate Directory right now at www.myultimatedirectory.com. That's myultimatedirectory.com.